Actually, what was it? Like six seasons and two movies worth of Downton Abbey. Uh, and with us is Tom Zeller. Tom, do I have your name right? I always like to get the name right. Yeah. Okay. Now, listen, you have got to have one of the coolest jobs ever. Did you create this job? Okay. What Tom does is create these unbelievable immersive experiences. Uh, he's done the Hunger Games, Jurassic World, um, Harry Potter, uh, Star Trek, uh, also some, you know, serious educational museum type stuff. This immersive experience concept. When did you first come across that? Where did you get that idea from? Well, I grew up in uh, in live entertainment, so I grew up uh, I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio, and mm-hmm. I was a uh, the youngest of six kids. And my older brother had a production company doing staging and uh, lighting, and we, we did everything from the Cleveland Orchestra to a bar mitzvah to weddings to rock and roll that came through town. And so I ended up going on tour with bands when I was at young age. I was the the rigger who you know hang the stuff in the ceiling, or I was the production right. manager who sort of you know, dealt with that stuff. And I went on tour. I was 16. I went on tour with Joe Walsh. Wow. And then uh, Todd Rundgren. Yeah. And uh, some, some Grateful Dead tours and you know, in Northeast Ohio and around that area. And then I, I had, uh, there was a company in Cleveland who produced the David Copperfield show. And so I started touring with David Copperfield for many years. And it was time to sort of do the next gig. And I said to my boss, I said, hey, what's next? And he said, why don't you go work on the Titanic project? And I was like, what's the Titanic project? And we were building a Titanic experience uh, with objects from the Titanic wreck site and objects uh, from her sister ship, the Olympic, and um, combined with these environments we recreated of the first-class cabin, the first-class hallway, the grand staircase, the promenade deck, all these memorable scenes from the Titanic where we we physically rebuilt these environments and we took you there. And so it was the first time in my life, like I grew up in Cleveland. I'd been to one of the, you know, greatest art museums and, you know, arguably uh, the Cleveland Art Museum, surrounded by a lot of great culture in Cleveland, a great cultural city. And then I went and took this totally different rock and roll sort of route. And then I find myself in this space where um, we're telling a story uh, in three dimensions um, and creating these environments you get to walk through. And I was, in, I was, I was bit by the bug, I guess that was 1998. Um, and it, I've been doing it ever since. You know, it almost reminds me of Disney world. If you, if yeah. you don't mind that comparison, because no, you go to Disney, you go to Disney world and come on, we're going to go to the Eiffel tower. Well, it's not really the Eiffel tower, but you know, it's the Eiffel tower experience. And you sort of get that 360 degree feeling that you're there. And that's what, as I understand it, you bring with these immersive experiences. You know, you said you had a great art museum in Cleveland, and they do. But, you know, you go into an art museum, and you're standing there, and you're looking at the picture of a painted by a great artist, and that's it. However, if you create an immersive experience based on that artist, that's a whole different that's a 360 um, production. And I mean, that's very impressive. And it's at the end of the day, I think what captivates all of us are the stories, right? These are 
we're, you're a storyteller. Um, I like to think of myself as a storyteller. And these stories that have struck a chord in us, whatever that might be, whether it's, you know, if you want to learn, like, you know, if you go see a Van Gogh painting, yes. you want to know who the guy was. So if you can also step inside his house or, or, or you know, where he lived or the pub he went to or the, the office he worked from or the whatever it might be, I think you understand more about the person. So I think that's what we've been able to do over the years is create these, the ability for a, a, a person to step inside of a world. And I think that's what, um, and, and, and by the way, not every movie or TV series or artist is, is able to be taken in that, to be, to take you to that space. But Downton Abbey is one of those places where, it's a it's a world you can imagine yourself in, and so we can create these environments that make you feel as if you're walking amongst the Crawley family, or you're you know working for Mr. Carson or Mrs. Hughes. Um, you can be there. You can be in the in the in the kitchen at the bottom of the stairway behind yeah. the green baize door, um, and feel like you're a part of it. And I think that's what people want. They want to go somewhere. If you're a certainly, if you're a Downton Abbey fan, this would be something that you would never dream of and ever. But here it is: it's the Downton Abbey the exe- exhibition, November 10th uh, through March 31st at the Westfield Old Orchard Shopping Center, 4905 uh, Old Orchard Center. Uh, tickets and information at uh, DowntonExhibition.com. The thing that also impresses me when I'm reading about what you're going to do, you know. Downton Abbey was put on by this fellow named a fellow. It's a, almost a unintended joke. Julian Fellows is uh, <laughs> the the driving force behind Downton Abbey, and you know I saw some documentaries and things about how their production was, and he was so picky about recreating every single thing from the Downton Abbey era on the Downton Abbey set, like when they sat down to dinner, there had to be, when the place settings were set and the utensils were set, there had to be an exact measurement between the plate and the uh, utensils. There had to be an exact measurement between the plate and the edge of the table. I mean, it was mind-boggling. And yeah. I, I love it that you've got here not only this immersive experience, but additional programming with afternoon tea, etiquette classes, and events on British society. I mean, that's, I can't imagine a more Downton Abbey experience than that. You know what I mean? Well, the, the coolest part for me, you know, I always get the comment, you know, the comment, what was your favorite, what's your favorite part of the, of the exhibition? And, um, it's hard, you know, to, you know, I always give the same line. It's like choosing, you know, who's your favorite child? You know, we all right, say that. But right. I'll say to you that the, the part that, that was that's unique, and I've done a lot of these different experiences with a lot of different uh, television studios or and uh, artists and people around the world. Um, one of the unique factors of this exhibition is that Ju- we worked with Julian Fellows. Yeah. Uh, Julian wrote the script for the media that we begin the exhibition with. So if you're, if you're out, if you or your listeners out there are Down Abbey fans, they'll know who Carson and Mrs. Hughes are. Sure. And they'll know who, you know, Lord and Lady Grantham are. 
Right. So when you come into this exhibition, we have what we call an introductory theater, which is sort of, you know, you come in, you're out of the out of the shopping center, and you've gotten your ticket, and you're getting inside, and um, and you sort of have this decompression period, and then we take you into a theater, and the theater um, sets you a set, gives you it sets you up, and in that theater, Carson greets you, and there's a story that takes place as if you are at Downton Abbey, and so as you go through the exhibition, a few things unfold that all follow that narrative story arc. And so we got to work with Julian Fellows. You know, he took that, that attention to detail mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and that he did, you know, and, and the sort of the relentless um, <laughs> yeah, that's attention, a good word. right? Yeah, that's a and, good word. And, and he brought it to, to, yeah. to us, and, and I really think it comes through. And that's why, I think, that's why people love the, the TV series and the films, because of the authenticity of the how it, it comes through in such a, a in an authentic meaningful way um, he's a great storyteller and so I hope that we this exhibition lives up to that I mean obviously we worked with him we worked with the set designers we worked with Gareth Neen the executive producer we worked with we worked with the cast we shot the cast for this this exhibition and they're they're telling you the stories it's I really feel um, like it's something special that, that we're able to have this, both this introductory theater as well as an exit theater where we sort of bookend the experience with the cast speaking to you and telling you a new story that you're a part of. So you got the actors to get back into their roles and record things yeah. for you? Oh, yeah, wow. which, is, which I will tell you in this world that I'm in, which is this movie studio yes. uh, exhibition world, um, it's not easy to do that. And it was, uh, they asked us what would make it special. And I said, well, what would make it really special is if we could, if the cast was a part of, of the, sh- of the experience, which it's not, it, you know, these are not inexpensive things to do, No, but, but the studio, Universal Studios and Carnival Films, um, Universal International, they wanted to make something great. So um, we really were able to do something I think is very special. This is not just, dresses, you know, costumes right. in a right. in a room somewhere. It's really um there's a story driven experience and uh and, and you're set in these moments where you feel like you're with you 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 really feel like you're there. It's it's very powerful. Man. I, I that's the impression I got. And uh I just think it's a great, great idea. Um do you know anything about the etiquette classes? <laughs> just out of curiosity. <laughs> Well, I know that it's, uh, well, first of all, I think my wife would say no, um, <laughs> but, uh, but we, w- one thing, you know, as you mentioned, uh, that the place settings, right? There are, yes. there's, yeah. I think, first of all, even to back up from there, I think that Americans in general are sort of enamored by or curious about British society oh, and, yeah. um, and sort of the, even the you know the, the various names of, of, of you know what is a, a duchess and a duke and a, mm-hmm. and a prince and I think of the king and queen are. Yeah. But, um, mm-hmm. There's also these sort of societal rules and this. You have to remember, um, and I'm obviously because of my history with the Titanic, um, I was drawn into the show immediately because the first scene in the uh, the first episode was Lord Grantham reading a telegram of the Titanic sinking. Um, so that marks time is what that does, right? So now you know it's 1912, and it's the sort of the Edwardian era. And it, the, the whole, as you know, the story of, of, of Downton Abbey is this yeah. 
um, the the story of these stately homes and these these landowners who were really provided work and provided uh, an environment for the, the farms and families around them and the village and so on, and their struggles to keep these estates alive as as the world changed as World War One happened as it is as technology advanced, um, and it's this this wonderful uh, story that follows history. Uh, as well as the fictional components to it, um, and and it was just it, it was so nicely um, developed the character right. the structure of the characters. Um, Julian did just such an amazing job of, of of it throughout. Well, I can't wait to see it, and I want to thank you so much, Tom, for being with us. And I'm sure that the Downton Abbey immersive experience is going to be fabulous. Thanks for being with us. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you, John. You betcha.